Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. Today on the Practical Magic Podcast, I am welcoming radio TV presenter and fringe wearer Sarah Powell. Sarah is an amazing person and I'm so glad to have her on the show today. We're going to be talking about how to really feel into and finding purpose and how taking pauses in our lives or doing something completely changing when you're completely changing things up can be bloody terrifying but it can also be the opportunity to find out more about who you really are and expressing the will for what you want to bring in. So I'm welcoming on today's show the amazing, she sat right in front of me, I was so excited, <laughs> the amazing Sarah Powell. Hello, darling. Hi, darling, how are you? <laughs> I am really good. If you could see what I could see right now, literally, it's uh, Sarah is just, well, my dog Bertie is just luxuriating and having his tummy tickled. Oh He's very gosh. happy. He's just delicious. <laughs> I mean, we're both, I think both of us are the happiest we've ever been right now on this bed. It's a good vibe, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, he's looking very happy. So, Sarah, let me give you a little brief introduction to the people of the practical magic world. So, Sarah's a radio and TV presenter. She's a voiceover artist. She's a writer. She's an all-round amazing person. I love her very much. She's one half of the Jules and Sarah podcast, which is fantastic, and I recommend anybody to go and listen to it. And also, more recently, Wobble, which is... um, a po- if you hear any sneezing it's Bertie <laughs> not Sarah yeah there we go there we go he's like yeah I like wobble too yeah all about happiness and body confidence yeah. so welcome to the show oh thank you so much for having me I wonder if you could give us a little bit of a background into your journey yeah. into what you're doing and you know how you got to do what you do and why you do what you do my love well and the I, journey you're on because it's a yeah, big transition at the it's moment it's a big isn't it? moment right now so so I left uni at 21, um, obviously, and um, I started in radio. So I moved back with my mum and I rang my first local station, Cheshire's 106.9, Silk FM. And the guy uh, who owned, well, he didn't own the station, he was running the station, was having to do the weekend early breakfast shows. And he didn't want to do those anymore. So he was like, all right, yeah, you can do them. So that's how I got started. And I just, I mean, I loved it. I was exactly where I wanted to be. I loved Radio One. Like I just sort of, you know, Joe Wiley, Sarah Cox. I mean, I'm still in love with Sarah Cox. Who is it? Oh my gosh. And so I, and that was, that's how I got started. And I did, I went all over the Northwest with it. I sort of wrote to all these radio stations and said, I'll come and work Christmas. And then eventually I ended up co-presenting a breakfast show in Bolton, which was horrible. <laughs> it was it was overlooking um, a, a scrapyard. So at 8.30, and this is how much I hated it, at 8.30 they would start crushing the cars. Oh my God. And I was, that was my vision. Aspirational. Yeah, right there, the glamour. And it, it, but when they started doing it, I was like, oh good, that means we've only got an hour and a half to oh go. And goodness. then that's how much I just couldn't bear it. And then I went like down. Your soul being crushed with totally the cars. Totally with all the cars. And then I f- heard about a job in Brighton, and that got me down to Brighton. And I was 23, and I was on a big adventure. 
and I that was my first full-time gig on the radio so I went down and I did um afternoons I did drive and it was just awesome like it was just time like you know I was just on the seafront and interviewing bands and eating bagels and you know snogging indie boys and all that sort of stuff and I just loved it and it was great and then through that I started doing voiceovers and that took me up to London and then I always sort of carried on radio and then about five years ago now I got another full-time gig which was on heat radio and then I have literally just in the last few weeks I was doing full a weekday show for them and then I moved to weekends and I've taken the decision and this is like I had my last show last Sunday yeah it's really fresh yeah it's really fresh so I have made the decision that actually it's time to mix it up and it's time to change and for now I am not going to be doing the radio so I've I've come off the radio so to speak which is an odd <laughs> an odd way of thinking about it. I should point out while we while we're doing this podcast um I was out last night and you know yeah there was red wine and you know and there was monster that. munch oh. that that most clean of foods <laughs> were they pickled onion that's they what I want to know they absolutely were pickled onion no no onion. I'm not very good with a meaty crisp oh, I've no. no I'm not very good with them but pickled onion monster munch dreamy um so yeah so if i ramble i mean i'll try and get to the point and also we've had a lot of builders here yeah, in the we last have. hour yeah Sorry, my- <laughs> <laughs> we've had enough for a builder yeah we really I'm have i'm like if i talk really quickly you will yeah. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah absolutely don't worry yeah, quite, 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 quite. <laughs> so excited um so yes yeah, so that has literally just happened i've made this decision that something new has got to come in and to enable that i need to let go of something yeah. old yes um so yeah that's that's where we're at and it's interesting isn't it when you're in that kind of spacey environment <laughs> oh bless you bertie bertie that's a sneeze of affirmation from young bertie yes and it's it's a difficult one because you know you, obviously we've been talking about this and it's the not knowing can be the challenging thing but yeah. it can also be the amazing opportunity totally. as well and I feel like it is quite extreme you're either very I find myself being very very excited and very trusting um, or really scared and really nervous mm. and you know it's like Oprah says didn't you you know Oprah says we're all living in love or fear yes. and it can flip flop it yeah. can go sort of really quickly we can happen within an hour oh my within gosh half totally within absolutely a you can have the idea that is the best idea you've ever had in your life that is the answer to everything and an hour later it can seem ridiculous yeah. and, and impossible even yeah. and, and that's so yeah that, that's been an interesting thing to manage but what happened uh, a few weeks ago was my friend Emma Guns, who does a terrific podcast as well, um, she came over and she picked this book off my shelf and it's um, the Jen Sincero book, um, You Are a Badass. And it had been sat on my shelf for a year and a half. Somebody had sent it me and I'd never read it. I just popped it up there and thought, well, I'll get round to that, you know, after I've figured yeah, everything out. shelf help. Yes, that's it. And um, and she she sort of went straight over to it and said, oh my gosh, this book, this book's incredible. And I said, mm, I've never read it. And I've started to read it. And actually, I've got halfway through it now. You know when something finds you mm-hmm. and you start reading it and you're like, this book's been written for me. This yeah. is all about me. At this time as well. Because yeah. if you'd have picked it up before, you'd have been like... Mm. That's it. And it, it wouldn't have... Yeah. It definitely wouldn't have had the impact it has had. 
but I started reading it and I was like oh my gosh this is this is superb like this is exactly where I'm at and what I need and it's so funny because I do keep talking about it a lot like my boyfriend John's like is this about the book can I just are you going to talk about the book and Jules who I do the podcast with was like I'm just going to buy this book all right I'm just going to buy it just change my middle yeah. name to Sincero <laughs> that's it I don't work for Jen I'm not affiliated with her at all but we're in the pub last night and all the girls were googling it like they came the Kindle edition and everything because I've just gone on and on and on about it because what I love is that she just breaks it down very simply and there's a great line in it that says something like you you have to believe in let me remember what it is it's something I've, I've actually got it downstairs I've always got it to hand <laughs> um, but it's basically saying that you have to go after that life that you've dreamt of yeah and that vision and all those things that are your future self go after it believing completely that you can have it and it can be yours and it's all available to you and she's put something like do it like your life depends on it because guess what your life does depend on it and it's for me that simplicity of there's no other way yeah there's just no other way to go about it you're in or you're out you know you can carry on yeah sort of going in between fear and what ifs and listening to a lot of other people that's hard you know Mm -hmm. but other people want their input and and sometimes that can be really well-meaning they just don't want you to you know mess up in some way so you can either do that or you can just go for it yeah and just be really she says something like go for it with the tenacity of a dateless cheerleader a week before prom <laughs> like just go for it because you can just decide and it is that moment and like you said the book's totally found me at this place where I can Mm. decide whereas maybe if I'd read it a year ago I wouldn't have been ready I wouldn't have connected with it um so yeah even in this last week I've done my meditation every day so meditation is something that I've gone in and out of for years because anxiety's always been my thing I've always had it um it's always sort of been around and I found meditation was the thing to cope with it but inevitably it went down to the bottom of the list yeah, of my day. Yes, absolutely. Well. Yeah. And it just wasn't the priority. I was, And, you know, John would say, I just think you could really do with meditating. And I would go, it won't even touch the science meditation. I've got meditate. time to meditate. I've got all these things to do because I've got to try and hurtle towards whatever I'm trying to get to. And I've got no time to do it. And it was just, yeah. And, and so now I've prioritised it. I've put it at the top. I've And just even doing it for five consecutive days, which is all I've done at the moment, I mean, it's just huge. Mm. Just that. I mean, we talk so much about being present, don't we? And how vital it is. And and I, something that's amazing. I feel like I've had the the richest, longest week because I've been present. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even today, it does slow time it down. It really does. Like I keep, you know, when you look at the clock and you're like, oh, great, it's only midday. I can yeah. still do all these things. It's kind of, it's really powerful. I mean, this is stuff we already know but when you really practice it and you really see the difference also affirmations I've never done affirmations before um and to you know that uh, to say them out loud rather than writing them in a notebook and closing the Mm -hmm. notebook and then carrying on as I was before to really be saying those things out loud every day it's enormous there's a lot of energy that goes with sound yeah as well yeah as much as you know we 
all senses are energy, everything's energy around us. But yeah, there's something about the resonance and the vibration of putting something out there. It's almost like, oh yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. Okay, let's make it Hearing yourself say it as well. Hearing it in your voice. Bertie, I know it's so exciting, isn't it, Bertie? Very, uh, very excited. Well, actually, just very demanding. So, if you hear any heavy breathing, it's me. Actually, it's me. Just like to say, it is the dog. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh bless it him. is exciting right. Bertie it's a really exciting time it I is. understand hey, I think he can feel it he definitely can he can feel it he yeah can feel it. it's all around us of course it is yeah and it and it is there's something about kind of putting that intention and that energy out there and saying do you know what this is what I'm deciding to put out yeah and I'm deciding to vocalize because like you say writing it writing it down is great I do a lot of affirmations in the shower I even start writing them in the steam on the yes um, on the shower screen do you know the other well. day I thought about getting and I might still do this you know the crayons that you can write on tiles yes because there is something about the shower I mean I yeah, think this is the shower of dreams yeah it totally is I mean I step out onto that mat I've got it all sorted I, I have got everything and yeah, I really feel like getting those crayons that you can wash off for the tiles just to just to get yeah. it down then and there in oh, the shower. It's brilliant. I love it. It is. It's so good for that. I think there's something sciencey there, isn't there? There's there is a scientific reason that you're occupying your mind on something else. <laughs> oh Bertie. Right, so he's like I'm he's off on, for a shower. Yeah. I'm um, done here. It's yeah, there's something sciencey that your your mind is occupied, and and then the creativity it allows it to come in. Absolutely makes sense. I call the shower the shower of dreams because literally everything will come in in that moment. Yeah, to the point where if Sai tries to talk to me yeah. for five minutes, I'm like, just put that on hold. Yes, I'm just gonna write this thing down. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm still like half wet. wet. Yes, oh, yes. Like half off. Go. Just I can't, I can't speak to you right now. Yes. I'm just gonna get this out. Just with one towel. Oh God. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> Trying because to hold the not, pen with a wet hand. In doing mode, you're in receiving mode. That's aren't it. You? Or yeah. that space to stop. And that feels, from what you're saying, is that's the kind of space that you're in now. It's the space to stop. Yes. And allow it to come in. Yeah. And that's it's it. okay not knowing what the next well, thing is. Well, that's it, actually. That's it. And it, you know, that's, um, I've, yeah, I've really been able to take charge of that, actually, and go, I don't know what this thing is, but I'm going to keep my eyes really open mm. to it, and I'm going to allow, and I'm going to listen, and it's <laughs> going to come in. Bertie, it's, um, and it's, yeah, it's it's going to find me. Yes. Um, which is really exciting, and there's just no other option. I mean, look, the other option is that I get a job, like, you know, and, 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 and get a job. Imagine that. <laughs> Um, but I, I do something that my creativity happens somewhere else and yeah. maybe not in my work because I want security and I want sort of um, structure and things like that. So, you know, but that's that's a nice decision to have made as well. Mm. That actually, you know, I can, I'm going to go for it with this. And if it turns out that the thing that I need to be doing is more structured and more sort of classically nine to five, that's how it looks, mm. fine. If that's what I end up with awesome because that's what was always it's meant to be you say that actually because i knew that we were meeting to talk today and it's funny isn't it because i don't like to have too much of this planned out in terms of what we're saying but actually i was watching a video about rick moranis okay you remember the 80s kind of like he was in honey i shrunk the kids and ghostbusters yes. that kind of skeeky looking guy and his story is amazing and um obviously he was massively famous in the 80s he got married 
was very much in love and then his wife died very young yeah she was really poorly wasn't yeah, she yeah she had yeah. breast cancer and died at the age of 35 so he left the big hollywood career to look after his kids mm. and i was watching this video about him this morning and it said um there was one of the bits where it said when he was asked if he missed being creative and he said i didn't walk away from that i implied all my creativity to my home life my kids I didn't change, I just shifted focus. Yeah, wow. And isn't that amazing? Because the thing about creativity is it doesn't go anywhere. So whatever the next step is, whether you say it's like a more structured environment, doesn't mean you're going to stop being creative. No, and actually it might channel it really beautifully around it. There might be a really nice opportunity to be comfortable and be solvent and to be really, really creative. And I think there's a lot of pressure as well um, when you when you do something creatively whatever it is you can start piling a lot of pressure on that it's got to pay off yeah you know well actually how can i i I need to attach some money to this actually because this has got to kind of you know and and you can really strangle things Mm. in that moment you can really um yeah kill ideas off well elizabeth gilbert talks about it in big magic where she says don't expect your creativity to pay your bills Mm. don't put that pressure on it no that's because it's like putting it in a stranglehold yes yeah work for me yeah pay off for me which is and creativity really... can't do that. No, of course it can't. I mean, it can. It can. You know, it can work both ways. And I, I'm in this real stage now where I'm absolutely manifesting, and so I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of work on my future self. I bought this. Um, I bought a Parker. I'm trying to find the perfect Parker. And if you're listening and you know where it is, <laughs> and where, please get in touch. Please. Parker, um, inspiration. So I bought this Parker online. Now, I, I've been burnt a lot with oversized clothing. I don't understand who wants oversized stuff. I don't get it. Just if you want it bigger, if you want it bigger, buy a bigger size, right? So I ordered this Parker and I ordered it in a medium and a small. I didn't even get to the medium because the small was so enormous. So then I ordered the extra small. Stay with me. This story is going somewhere. And I got the extra small and it was... It was okay and it was actually a lovely thing to put on. It was all furry and the lining was gorgeous and I did love it, but it just wasn't right. It Mm. was just a bit too big and it was never going to be right. It will never be right. And I just sat on the end of my bed in it. I was wearing the parka. (laughs) It was all done up and I was like, it's It's so nice. manifesting a lot, isn't it? And I thought my future self doesn't do this anymore. My future self doesn't buy clothes that are slightly wrong and doesn't send them back and yeah. keeps them and hangs on to them and then eventually doesn't can never fall in love with them and they end up going to a friend or a charity shop whatever I, I don't do that in the future and that sort of worked just nudge that future mm, self oh wait, closer, closer totally and I'm really that's what I'm really focusing on mm. at the moment and and it might be that my creativity does pay my bills in my future. To be honest, in my future self, it does. Like, that's what I'm manifesting. Um, but yeah, it's really it's a tricky fish to get the, the, the no pressure yeah. and let the creativity flow and go with it and follow it. And yeah, to, to get some money yeah. as well. And I'm really in that situation. I've identified a lot about my relationship with money. Mm. And there's a lot of limiting beliefs that have gone on that just kind of need, even just need recognising and forgiving. You know, just seeing it and going, okay, yeah, that's why I think money's not available to me. That's okay. I forgive myself. Okay. It's a really interesting one, money, isn't it? Because mm. it is an energy... 
in the same form that love is yeah or anything that you know it, it becomes such a p- big part of our life and it's not about you know the pounds and the pence it is our relationship with it yeah and we've all got our money stories you know and it's it's um it's something we've got to work with kind of coming from that lack to abundant and yeah. trust Yes. and that it's available the yeah. money the, the this is another bit from from the book um where she sort of says the money you want already exists mm. like the person you want to fall in love with they already exist and it is out there and it is available and, and it's just about shifting it's that relationship. relationship yeah with us, it really it? is it's yeah energetically it's totally there and it's available and it's abundant and it's really there's a real um there's a real love around it as well because i think it's really easy to hate money isn't it? it's yeah, so dirty easy work, dirty work. yeah talk about it Ooh, that's it no, but also oh it's ruining my life you know you can say oh money you know i haven't got any money and and that's why i can't do this and that's why i can't have this and you can blame money for a lot mm-hmm. of things um so yeah if, if there's if we can i think if we can shift energetically around it and go on oh, money's money really works for me actually money really comes when i need it and it's here and it and it really enables me and it and it looks after me and i look after money that's got to be better yeah. i think to to try and um crack it i always um find something really useful for myself when i ever get worried about money is and i was sharing this with you earlier is is about just checking in with where you are at right in this very moment and kind of going okay so all right so in my bank I might be overdrawn but what have I got what what is available to me what have I got around me and just noticing that actually what your fear tells you Mm. is nothing like the reality of what's here in this moment yes and where you are really abundant and rich I was sharing as well about keep finding bloody five I kept saying keep finding bloody five peas everywhere they're everywhere everywhere and I'm like I've got five peas everywhere yes isn't that aren't I fortunate yeah that's nice isn't it yeah sure come on in so it is about you know I love Denise Duffield Thomas you know same kind of thing she talks about money in the fact that you've got to show gratitude for everything that you get yeah and she does this amazing exercise where for you know a week or a month you notice every single if you pick up a penny you pick up those five p's write it down if you save money on your shopping write it down because this is all money coming in and it's there all the time there are examples of that all the time I got the cab down from the station to come to meet you and I had a fiver in my back pocket and and I've got a bit a few coins and I noticed that the um, tariff, you know, the, 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 it was going up, the price of this cab. And we got to the lights and it was on like £4.60. And I said, look, I better get out because I've only got a fiver. And he said, no, no. He said, I'll finish this. He said, to £5, don't worry about it. And I think the whole thing came in at 5 60 or whatever or 5 40 And I found, like, I gave him £6 and he absolutely wouldn't have it. He's like, no, you give me a fiver. Oh, Just give me a fiver. Him. He was really sort of adamant about it in a really beautiful way and I said thank you thank you that's really kind actually that's a really lovely thing whereas I think before I would have I don't know I think I would have been really insistent no you must no I've got to pay my way no what what would you think of me if I didn't what would you think of me um and like and you bought me lunch today you know you said I'll get this because you've come down and I think yeah actually lovely thank you god that's really kind of you thank you yes Yes, because the worst thing to do would be to go, no, 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 don't get this. And it's like, yeah, it's really, um, 
there just needs to be a shift because yeah. it is there all the time yeah. it's all the time there's something like and that and when we open up our eyes to it and we notice where it's coming in and, and, and whether it's money whether it's love whether yes. it's kindness mm. whatever it is just mm. being able to open up you know I had um, an old story for years and years and years that I wasn't worthy of love yep. so would be in relationships where of course but even in those relationships where maybe they weren't right, it wasn't that they were really, really bad. And this is just coming to me now. It's just that I wasn't receiving. Yeah. So everything I received was what I was getting because it felt like it should be bad because yeah. I didn't deserve it. Yeah. So all of the relationships came across as being bad. Mm. But actually, you know, if I'd have opened up myself a little bit more, not all of them, because some of them were horrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you open yourself up and go, look, I deserve this. Yeah. I deserve to be loved. Yeah. And it may not be in a way that I think it is. Yes. But if I open up to it, and the same with money, it may not be in the way I think it's going to come, mm. but it might be in another form. Yeah. And I think as well, there's a real, um, I don't know if it's a Britishness, I, I think it's probably not, but of going, oh, don't, you know, don't, don't go around saying that you're brilliant. Don't go around saying oh, that you're God. wonderful yeah. or that you really deserve this yeah. or that you're really worth this. And I, something that shifted around that for me was I don't have to tell anyone else. Do you know what I mean? I don't have to go around going, do you know what? I'm really worth loads of money actually hi I'm Sarah and I'm worth <laughs> loads of money and I'm worth total abundance you you and I'm brilliant I am incredible and I'm going after all my dreams this is all just work for you yeah. I, I, for yourself you know nobody has to hear your affirmations nobody has to um be privy to how you feel about yourself like that's it's okay to think it's your relationship with yeah universe, and it? it's okay and it doesn't mean that you think any less of somebody else mm. because you think you're brilliant or you love yourself if you love yourself it doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else and that's not what it's about and it's also not about going around telling people i really love myself it's just for you yeah. it's just for you and i think yeah, it makes us go, oh, no, God, what would people think if they knew that I loved myself? Um, and you know what? They'd probably just respond to you really beautifully because they'd see it in you. And they and there's this lovely, um, we did a podcast for Wobble. So Wobble is a podcast series that we've got out at the moment. And every week we have some a different guest on. And we had Gina Swire on, who's this gorgeous self-love coach. She's in Bali. And um, she said, if your cup's not full, mm -hmm. you've got nothing for anybody else. You, you need to be overflowing and then you've got, you've got an abundance for everybody else. Yes. So if your cup's not full of your own, of self-love, you've got no love for anyone else. This, this is what I, you know, I cannot stop banging on about. I work with a lot of people who are drained because yeah. they've been at the back of the queue living on the scraps of energy for so long because they've given everything away mm. and so in this time when you know we live with a lot of anxiety we, we live with a lot of tension we live with a lot of distraction the world feels you know if you if you read the media and whatever's going on it feels like a fearful place mm. so it's when you're giving so much away and there's nothing left you're running on fumes and everything feels like it's the world's about to end yeah. or there's just yeah. nothing you know people I work with literally bits of them are falling off mm. because there's nothing left to wow. give wow and it's um and it's a hard one I always talk about putting the oxygen mask on I mean mm. it's so important put it on first you've got to fill up that vessel yeah hundred percent and you know just as we were talking it was as you were saying about nobody needs to know what this um 
me having this uh, conversation with myself. It's all about a relationship with self, yeah. isn't it? And mm. in the same way that you put that energy into a relationship with another significant, yep. you are your significant. Totally. And why wouldn't you do that? There's another bit, I mean, I will keep quoting the book, <laughs> the Jen Sincero book, but she talks about that because she says, treat yourself like you're the most awesome person yep. you've ever met. And it's it's absolutely vital because if we don't, it's just, there's just so many, there's so many holes to fall into, mm. I think. There's so many pitfalls. There's bad relationships and that can be with anyone um and and there's just sort of and and negative um patterns and um things that we keep going back to you know whether it's food or um spending money or or overspending or whatever it is just those bad things that we keep falling back into those traps because we're not learning the lesson exactly we're not learning the lesson so we're not learning that oh, I need to really take care of myself and to do that, I need to love myself and actually... And I think we get very worried as well about letting people down, you know, letting people around, oh, no, well, what will they think? Or, and, you know, that can be really triggering for people, but that's okay. Yes. Like, it's okay. It, you, you can't not love yourself because somebody else might get upset. You just can't. And, and it's all perception anyway. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? You definitely. Know. Yeah. Again, that's one thing I hear a lot, particularly when clients are moving from, I'm in this place of dis-ease or discomfort. I'm not, I'm not happy with where I am. Mm. And I know I want to be over there. That feels like a long way away. And am I going to be able to get everybody along on the ride? I'm going to piss a few people off yeah. doing this. Mm. And it's going to feel really uncomfortable. And it's like, yeah, because you're shifting. Yes. Because you're changing. Yes. And you're not going to be the people pleaser all the time. No, and and there could be a million reasons why that person could get pissed off. It could be that... And nothing to do with you. Yeah, nothing to do with you. It could be that you look different and they don't like yeah. it. Or it could be that you are really embracing something and that's that's very triggering for them because they're not able to fully do that or fully commit Absolutely. to themselves in that way. And that can be really difficult for people but there's nothing you can do about it and you know it's that age old thing that what people think of you is none of your business absolutely 100% yeah. and the things I was um, there's a, a quote that really has pinged out to me this week about judgement and um, whether we're judging ourselves or other, other people and that judgement being the unresolved part of your shadow yes. that you're repressing and, and oh, yeah that's big isn't yeah. it yeah but it's so true and I've really been sitting with that this week because it's really felt like you know where do I judge others where do I judge myself mm -hmm. same thing as comparison being the thing that we're most lacking is the thing that we start comparing ourselves to but where are those places where I might be judging other people and I try not to but obviously you know I'm human being but always in the lesson of so what is it about me yes because it's always about of how we feel is. about ourselves it's always about that if we're judging ourselves yeah if we're judging somebody else and I do it like if I'm I noticed this this week um I was really late I was really late on my way to something and every I hated everyone on the tube got on the tube and I was like oh look at him oh look at her and I was like this is all because you're cross with your I was cross with myself because I was late um and it, yeah, it's it's always about how we're seeing ourselves. 
always yeah we are just all reflections hanging off of each other totally and it's and it's a real um it can be really it can be really painful because sometimes it's a really painful reflection Mm. that we need to have but we're like i don't want this now i don't want to be this reflected i don't want to do this work on myself now um but there is always it's always completely um perfect perfect in that moment yeah it is when you can be present to the fact that it is just how it is and yeah it, you know it, as we were talking about earlier as well it's always work we're always doing the work and yeah that's never going to change mm. we're never going to get to that most enlightened place sitting on a cloud ding 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 okay i'm here now yeah transcend and i believed for a long time that i needed to i i believed for a long that's time that's the pursuit of yeah. happiness yes though, isn't it yes that i would when i've learned how to do it then i can have everything until then yeah I'll just have to sit here. I'm going to have to sit in the mud, yeah. in the shit, yeah. you know, just wallowing around in it. Mm. And again, where does the lotus come from? It comes from the mud. It comes from our experience. It comes from the learning. Yeah. And actually been doing a lot of um, research into the, the idea of pain and what pain is here to show us. And again, that shadow, the repressed bit being, that's just learning. Yeah. It's just more to learn from. When pain is there, what is it there to teach us? Yes. When there's disease or discomfort, what is there to teach us? You know, money worries. What is it I need to learn from that? Rather than going on the narrative of I just got none. Yeah. I'm just worried about what my next steps are. It's like, okay, so where, while I'm here, let's yes. just have a little look around, yes. shall we? Because we've only got here. <laughs> like, there'll be a lovely amount of perspective in six months, in six minutes. It, you know, everything will be like, oh, right, that's why it was happening. Yes, yes sure, I've got it. But right now, that's all we've got. Yes. Yeah. It's all we've got. Yeah. And just being able to look around and go, Mm. this is interesting yes oh look at this and you see so much more don't you there's so much thing. it's that classic thing of um oh just being distracted like being so distracted which is how i how i have been um being so distracted looking for it and trying to find it and and you just there's no space for it to appear there's no space for it to appear in front of you no when you're that hell bent on getting to the bottom of it actually um and there was an there was another lovely quote um in the book and i can't remember who it was a quote that she sort of got from somebody else and it was if you're living in the past you're if you've got depression you're living in the past and if you've got anxiety you're living in the future Mm. and that was totally my story always living in the future what if this what if this what if this and just i mean going sort of you know 25 years in front of me sometimes and just totally missing out on any wisdom that the present was giving me about exactly what my next step should be. And we always know that. I love that. When you really tune in and you really listen, it's so easy. Your yeah. heart, I mean, I would say it came from the heart and, and it's kind of whatever, you know, you want it to, to be. But for me, it's the, from the heart to just say, this is what I need to do. And it could be go and get a glass of water. Yes. And it could be, oh, I need to do that washing up now. You know, whatever it is, oh. it's so it's always there. It's all it is always there. Unfortunately, we you know the the noise of the ang- anxious voice mm. because I live with anxiety twenty four hours a day, even in my sleep I do. Yeah, and it's on a volume that is cranked up to eleven, isn't it? Quite often, and it's just chat, 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 and chat, chat, chat. Like you say, what if? Oh no, this is going to happen. Oh, no, no. Um, but when you there's something I love to do is like just getting used to the different voices and the different tones Mm. that you hear inside of yourself and when you do tune into the heart for example I was doing this exercise with a client the other day and I was saying right okay so for the next week 
what would your heart have you know or what would your heart have you do mm. you know if you're coming at it from a place of love let's put some heart-shaped glasses on yeah literally like you Lovely. are wearing them yeah what would your heart have you do and it was amazing how quickly she could come up with some options of being kind mm-hmm. everything around kindness and yeah. softness and not giving herself a hard time and then learning the difference between the voices yeah and then okay so if it's heart what kind of tone does it speak in what kind of voice is it using? What kind of language is it using? How expansive is it? Because heart and love is always expansive. Always. Whereas anxiety is restrictive, yes. isn't it? Yes. And just getting used to those tones and going, oh, your anxiety. Okay, thank you for the lesson. Yeah. I'm just going to pop you over there for a minute. I'm going to tune into heart. Let's tone into heart. Yes. What's heart got to say? Ah, oh, be soft, be kind, have yeah. a glass of water, you know, whatever yeah. it is that yeah. you need to do. And we do think that we've got to get rid of that that anxiety oh it's got to go it's no. got to absolutely go and it hasn't it it's just got to be popped in its box yes or not be led by it 24 hours yes a day. absolutely you know, but just to see it and go oh yeah i know what this is because yeah. this always comes up when i do this sure yeah yeah got yeah okay and then yeah and just come back managing chloe brothridge talked about this in her podcast and she talks about in her book the anxiety solution well, she says, schedule some worrying time. Yeah. <laughs> wow, well, yes. it's five o'clock in the evening. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have a good... Schedule, yeah. Good worry. I'm going to have a good worry for 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to have 10 minutes of really worrying. How interesting. Yeah, amazing. Can, yeah. You have the option to do that. Now, I know that's not the same for everybody. You know, we're all different. But giving yourself a choice. Yeah. Same for the next half an hour. I'm only going to be guided by my heart. Yes. Or my intuition. And I just think, well give it a go because yeah. we can always go back yeah. we can always go back to how we were thinking and feeling yeah. before try it on for yeah sake. try it on because you're not going to lose anything because you can always like if you if you choose to say right for the next seven days I'm going to really follow my heart and I'm going to really tune in and all those voices and that chat and that worry it'll still be there but I'm just going to choose to listen to this for seven days and then what you know and then at the end of the seven days you've got a choice of yeah carry on this feels quite nice and carry on with this or no this is not working I'm going to go back and giving yourself a hard time yeah never giving yourself a hard time it's so that's that's a tough thing to do isn't Mm -hmm. it it shouldn't be that hard to not give yourself a tough time I mean we wouldn't you know I would never speak to anybody else the way I speak to myself. Oh, it's disgusting. It's horrible. Um, Or if somebody was in my... If they were sitting next to me in the way that my voice does, constantly going... And I'd be like, you can fuck off. Yeah, do you mind? Could you go, please? Do you want to just go go outside, have a walk? We're not mates anymore. I don't want it. I don't need this. Yeah, it's true. You're so needy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my it god is a funny one so you've talked about meditation mm. and mindfulness what other kind of self-care tips at the moment i'm really i'm doing affirmations and that's really new yeah. for me yeah. this is like i mean we're we're recording this on friday and i started all this on monday like that's how new this is so i've meditated every day i've made that a real priority um and i'm doing affirmations and i've only got two at the moment because i started making lists and reams of them and that got a bit confusing and then as i'm doing them inevitably affirmations come out of affirmations that just feel really nice and i always have to do them on my my fingers so I know I've done 10 okay and then I can go on for as long as I like after Mm. that but as long as I know that I've done it 
I've ticked a box. I know that's really weird, but I find that quite distracting. Like, well, how many times have I said it? Have I said it enough? And I think, well, I've said it ten. I've, I've said it at least ten times. So now I can just really enjoy saying it and calling it and 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 enjoying the energy around that. So definitely that. Um, and there was yeah. What else have I been doing? I've really um, food's always been a big thing for me. Food's always been quite. Um, I've had a tricky relationship with food, so I'm really prioritising that because the thing for me is when I'm not. I, I I really think well for me the only way to be healthy is to plan and plan and and cook and know what I'm eating when because it's when I don't do that that I'm hungry and I I will eat anything. I mean I'll eat barbed wire. She doesn't know I will eat anything. <laughs> the dog's but slightly scared. Yeah. <laughs> like he's looking like he's just hanging off of your arm. Do you know what? He's delicious. He's come right into my hand. Oh. It's so gorgeous. Um yeah, and I think I think making that a priority actually that's been the biggest shift for me. Yeah putting self-care those things that I've just Mm. mentioned making them a priority Mm -hmm. rather than if I've got time I'll meditate if I've got time I'll do my affirmations it's like no they're more important actually than and and it's amazing how much time I've got all of a sudden to do those things now I'm doing them and the word that comes up as you're talking about that is nourishing yeah all of that nourishing the soul nourishing the body Mm -hmm. taking time yeah and nourishing in that like you say you've, it it becomes the time becomes accessible yes or available yes it does it, and it, that is that's been a revelation actually how much time has been created so yeah that's what i'm doing at the moment i'm journaling as well i really i've always sort of enjoyed that um so that's really that's really helpful normally i have 25 notebooks on the go scribbling things everywhere and i've just got one love a notebook oh my god i'm obsessed they're just delicious aren't they yeah they're just honestly like paper chase i just go in and i'm like <laughs> oh it's so nice could go and work in paper chase i'd be happy then um but yeah i've got one big journal and that I'm just constantly noticing because things have been moving fast since I started doing this it's amazing how much stuff you notice and do you tend to do that any time a particular time of the day no not really any yeah and and not I I don't want to sort of limit we've got to do this every Mm. day I've got to try this down that's why it gets confusing yeah because there's so many things that you can do and you know some people get really kind of like well if I don't do it in the morning that means that it's all gonna it's not gonna work and so yeah it's all there. It's of course all it is. You can do it anytime you like. And that's connection to creativity. That's yeah. connection to soul voice. That's yes. connection at any time. To just listen to mm-hmm. what do I need in the... Okay, yeah, I really need to get some perspective on this. And the way I'm going to do that is writing, write it yeah. down. Sometimes I do... Um, I Sometimes I talk to camera. I know this sounds a bit odd. You know, if you've got a MacBook, there's the photo booth. Yeah. Um, and you, you can just put it on and you can just record. And I talk to that. Okay. That's similar. It's just journaling. It's just saying, okay, this is what's happened today. And I just sort of wanted to talk about it and share it. And that might be just because I'm really, I love, speaking's my thing. Yeah. It's my, you know, that's my kind of, my passion, I suppose, doing uh, talking. So, yeah, that lends itself really nicely. But it's just another way of recording mm. something or getting something out when you can't mm. always talk to somebody about it. Sometimes you can plot things through by just saying them out loud and you yeah. can figure them out. Um, so I know that's not for everyone, but that's something that I like. And, and interesting as well, because kind of coming back full circle to what you were talking about in the beginning, for you, sound works, doesn't yes. it? You yes, know, You're obviously very auditory, so that mm. connection in with 
the soul, the universe will come by a sound or yeah. it might come in in another way kinesthetically. Mm. So this has been a really wonderful conversation. I've really been um, getting nourishing out of this. One thing I love to ask to wrap up yes. and tie into a nice bow. What is your go-to track that will get you up and dancing? Oh my gosh, it's absolutely Annie Lennox. It's Annie Lennox Little Bird, oh. which I think was a single, but I don't yes. know. I think it was. So I my sister one. and I are obsessed with that album. We always have been ever since it came out. Um, Annie Lennox Diva. Oh, oh see Bertie, big you, fan, Bertie. big Annie Lennox yeah, fan. Yeah, sneeze of affirmation. And we know, oh, it's one of those ones. But we know, wow, Bertie. We know all the words. We know all the words to every single song. And Little Bird, um, oh gosh, it's just brilliant. It's, it's all about learning happy, to fly. It's yeah. big. It's a big song. It's very expansive. So yeah, if I ever need anything. Oh, I Annie Lennox, that. Little Bird. Yeah, put that on a playlist. Um, yeah, it's going to go on. And any links and resources that we've been talking to today yes and sending a link over to Jen Sincero yeah Jen Jen, yeah. Jen you're a badass I don't know her I don't know her at all but <laughs> yes sponsored. seriously that book I can't say enough good things you are a badass and actually I'm only halfway through it so I'm not even finished it yet and actually it's been so profound for me that I've I've had a moment of going I just need to take it because there's a lot I think you can get full yeah do you know what I mean you can get really really full and and that's the way I feel at the moment I'm like oh wow this has been so there's been so much movement I think it's amazing because again it's you wouldn't maybe you wouldn't have had the revelations that you're having without the space no that's true and I think it's yeah. a big takeaway for anybody whether regardless of whether you're in a job or you're working for yourself the space can come in many different forms totally. whether it's you know taking time out or five minutes of just pure unadulterated space mm. man yeah for gosh. thinking for doing oh. anything for just pressing pause yeah, whatever just, that means just get quiet just yeah. for five minutes and it's really hard you know that uh, there might be people listening and you know I know a lot of people especially people with kids actually that it's like oh my god it's just so hard I've got to do all this I've got mm. to get here I've got to get there I've got to get I don't have time I don't have five minutes and it, if you can just find it because yeah. it will be there it will be there even yeah. if you have to say no to something yes. oh. or potentially you know let someone down whatever that looks like that's okay because you really need this and it's going to benefit them because if you're not right nothing nobody around you it's, it, it's yeah. not going to work yeah yeah that is some wisdom to end the oh, show on today <laughs> thank you for coming along love it's been so oh wonderful god it's been an absolute you. pleasure thanks so much for having me you're so welcome bertie says goodbye everybody too <laughs> bye bertie <laughs> So thank you so much for listening to the Practical Magic Podcast today with myself and the gorgeous Sarah Powell. You can find out more about Sarah and any links to the resources we've talked about in today's show at www.katetaylor.co. And if you have been listening on iTunes, do leave us a review and rate. It always helps because it means other people can find out about the different shows that we've got on offer and whether they think it's worth listening to or not. So I hope you have found this one great. Um, I will be back next week with more Practical Magic. And as always, don't forget you can find out about the Practical Magic Activation Deck at www.practicalmagicliving.com. So until next week, take care.